It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. All right, all right, all right. This is a Wednesday afternoon. Got the suns out, Ricky. You don't have the guns out, though. Suns are out. No guns out, but the suns out. No, they don't want to see my guns. And, <laughs> hey, but what they say? In like a lamb and out like a what? Leopard? Or a lion. I don't know. Something uh, like yeah, that. I think it's a lion. Yeah, maybe. But anyhow, beautiful weather day get, uh, starting off in March. Absolutely. So I'm Chip Souza, joined by Henry Apple, Rick Fires here in studio, and Paul Boyd calling in from, uh, from out in the uh, hinterlands of Bella Vista. What's up, folks? We are going to talk a little prep sports today. I think we're going to hit it all. We're going to start. We got Paul, our expert. He's he's not Vince McMahon, but he's the next best thing to it. Paul is our wrestling guru, the Sultan of of Matt Burns. That's that's Paul, Mister Wrestling. Mister wrestling. wrestling. There was a there was a guy who was a pro a wrestler. He was Mister Wrestling. So I I guess I'll, I'll take that name. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Except uh, Paul, when you come in, I need you to give me a Ric Flair. Woo! One of those. Uh, one Woo! Of those, one of those Ric <laughs> yeah, Flairs. Yes. Uh, so Paul got state wrestling going on as we speak for the girls down in Fayetteville. I'm sorry, not Fayetteville, but Little Rock uh, down at UALR. Got the girls tournament going on today. A couple of weeks, Paul, later than what it was supposed to be, but but they are wrestling. Hey, that's you know, uh, I, I think, yeah, what is it? Mike Neighbors has said over and over again: be bendable, be flexible, man, because because this is what we're dealing with this Absolutely. year. So they they were flexible. They they dealt with the change, and we're we're going to get her done this week. We had weather that came in and delayed the state wrestling and a lot of other sports. They delayed. They had yes. picked three dates. It was going to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, which would be normal for tournament play. It was, that's what it's going to be. Got that all set up, let all the coaches know. Everybody knew and got everything ready to go. And then all of a sudden they said, whoop, whoop, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Conflict of interest. Hold up. Got something going on at UALR uh, on Saturday. Got some volleyball going on, which normally would be a fall sport, but because of COVID, got pushed to the spring. Understandable. So yep. uh, that meant wrestling got backed up a day. And you know what the wrestling – Coaches and the wrestler said, "Rick, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. We're going to do it. That's right. Whatever it takes. That's exactly right. So, got girls going on today. Boys going on tomorrow. Paul, um, you know, I know we have quite a few wrestlers from Northwest Arkansas uh, that will be going for multiple repeat state titles, and Bentonville, I believe, going for its forty-seventh straight state title on the boys' side. I think, or something like. I might be exaggerating. It it, it only seems that way. I think. I I think it does seem that way. But this they they will be going for their fifth in a row. Well, five and Uh, forty-seven. Not that much different. Five in a row. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, Paul, give us a little synopsis then of Friday and Saturday on the boys' side. Who who will will uh, look draw the favorites? I guess nods there uh, to bring home state championships. Well, Bentonville, uh, you know, in the uh, in the large classification in 6A, uh, going for their their fifth straight team title, and and they come in as definitely the favorite, no question. They have six wrestlers uh, that are seated number one in their wow. weight classes, and that's wow. six out of the four. That's six out of the fourteen weight classes, so almost half. I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but the I think number that one good. seed. So. Prohibitive favorite, yes. I believe, is the, a good way to put it. Um, definitely. Uh, Greenwood, the defending 5A state champion, team champion, uh, they will have a shot. I, I believe they have a good shot to, to defend that title and go back-to-back as well. 
4A, as far as the team is concerned, probably Pulaski Academy down there, who's won several. Uh, but uh, there, that that's a little bit more spread out. I mean, there that that's that's kind of questionable. But as you said, a lot of individuals uh, with with some good have, have the the chance to uh, to get some milestones. Uh, you know, going back to Bentonville, uh, Jake Adams. Yep, uh, will be going for his fourth fourth in a row state title. Four, um, I, I, Paul, I think that's every year, right? That's that's every year. That's yeah, every he year. started as a ninth grader. Yeah. That's right. Wow. That's every year. Okay. And if I counted correctly, there are seven others that have ever done this. That we're going into this tournament, there have been seven other four-time champions. Now, only two of those. Uh, Young men were in the largest classification, okay. so he's he's in pretty rare air. Is heavy heavyweight or super heavyweight, Paul? Is it what is it? Is it? Oh, he's a no. He's he's about one thirty. Oh. I think Jake is about one thirty two or one thirty eight now. He's got been he, he's kind of bumped up. Oh, when you say class largest classification, year, you mean you mean you know? six? You mean class six A, not the highest weight classification. You mean the. Class six A is what you mean. I misunderstood. Yes, I do. Yes, yes, I do. I mean the high. I got that up. I got yes. <laughs> I got thrown on my head a few me too many times in wrestling, so I had to opt out. So now you see, there you go. I was trying yes. to keep that a secret, but yes. now the secret's out. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I got you. Yeah. You know, and and you and I discussed a little bit. That there are some other kids. Uh, Charles Easterling at Bentonville West. I believe he's also going for his third in a row. Man, and, fantastic. Uh, Shiloh Christian's Gavin Goddard, uh, he will also be going for four in a, or three in a row. Excuse me, now, Paul, three in a row. Let's stay there with uh, him real quick. This is that's an interesting story that not a lot of our people will probably know the Shallow Christian wrestling story this year. Well, you know, Chad Chad Bodorf, uh, the guy who has helped kind of get that program going a few years back, and uh, and uh, he passed away right around Christmas this year uh, with, you know, some things that were related to COVID, I, I believe. And like I said, he, he passed away. And Brad Widger, his assistant coach, is now the head coach there. And they have picked right up in his memory. And uh, his Chad's son, CJ, has also helped with the program, and he's an assistant coach. So that is that is you know they're they're wrestling with a purpose. Has a heck of a story uh, for, sure, um, for sure. Losing their coach right as wrestling was underway. Been been going Paul for about a month, a little over a month. Season had been that's underway. about right. That's exactly about right. Yeah. And and you know he had been ill for 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 some time before that, and uh, you know been in the hospital and things. But yeah, that's uh, you know it's a terrible, terrible tragedy. But uh, but these kids have, have kind of pressed on. It's uh, it's it's pretty pretty interesting there. Fantastic. So that's going on uh, on the mat uh, up in Little Rock again. The girls' state wrestling today going on today Wednesday um, at UALR. Then the boys will take the mat on Thursday with the championship matches scheduled for Friday. Hey, Paul, you're yes, talking sir. about some of these kids that are four, going for four straight championships. and some uh, Are some of these kids, will they have, I know our, uh, in Arkansas, wrestling is still a young, fairly young sport. Have some of these kids got a chance to go on to the college level? Well, Jay, you know, Jake uh, Adams, for sure. Jake has, has already signed with UALR. So, okay. uh, he, uh, so he, is, he will be a Division I wrestler. Excellent. 
and I believe his his high school teammate Tristan Stafford. Tristan is another who's probably who's going. He's not going for four. He's going for three straight. But Tristan's a pretty interesting story because as a ninth grader, he chose they chose not to wrestle in high school because he was too small. Uh, the smallest weight class in in high school is 106 pounds. Well, Tristan, as a ninth grader, was only about 90 pounds. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it was just so – he was giving up so much that they chose to – you know, now he wrestled he, – he was still wrestling. He's been wrestling for quite some time. His uh, – he, he has some, some lineage. Uh, his, his family is from Oklahoma. I believe he had an uncle who was a, maybe a big eight state champion at Oklahoma – at the University of Oklahoma. So he's got some deep wrestling ties, but – uh, Tristan would, like I said, he was just too small, uh, to, to even wrestle. So he didn't wrestle as a high school wrestler, his, uh, his sophomore year, but he's won three in a row, uh, going for three in a row. Now. Wow. So he, he had to gain weight, just get up to fly weight, right? Yes. Yes. Well, and that was, I tell you what, Rick, that was a little bit of a concern. You know, I visited with him the last couple of years. And one of the things, one of his big concerns, if I'm not mistaken, the smallest weight in college is like 120. So wow. he he had the he's like man I got to get bigger <laughs> if I you know because I really want to wrestle in college so I got to put on weight so that was a big big Ricky, emphasis Ricky, I, can, Ricky, I can put some yeah, weight there on you go. My, at my grill on yeah. a Saturday afternoon yeah unlike sure. you, unlike you and I Ricky he needs to eat a few more uh, Big Macs and uh, uh, you know oh. A couple of pizzas. Oh, he was pounding. He was pounding the calories, man. There you he go. Was, uh, and he's not eating. Like I said, he's not eating what you and I eat either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's eat, he's eating the good stuff, and we get lettuce. Rick, you know what yes. I figured out? What's that? Lettuce can choke you if you chew it. If you don't swallow it or chew it correctly, lettuce can choke you to death. Did you know that? No. But what? you but you know what won't do that? Uh, a Krispy Kreme donut won't do that. No. Hey, and I've always said uh, I, I don't eat a lot of lettuce because that's what killed the dinosaurs. Exactly. All. Exactly. So I don't do that. Exactly. I want to be around for a little eat while more, longer. Eat more cheese and, and pasta. Yes. yes, absolutely. I got you. I got you. So we're going to jump from wrestling over to the swim and dive, which Ricky was over last week. He still got his goggles on uh, from the <laughs> Bentonville Community Center pool over there where he covered the 6A State Swim and Dive Championship. And Ricky. It was a Tiger two-step over there on Saturday. Well, one of you guys earlier said something about 46 championships. When you combine all the Bentonville sports, that may be about what they've got all, all, all accumulated. Bentonville and the girls' division, they split it up this year because of COVID. The girls went first. This was the 6A schools from all across the state. Uh, and Bentonville just dominated right from the outset. Um, uh, Coach Liz Braun said on Friday night they set the tempo. They did, took four to top eight spots in diving, and then right off the bat, them girls just went nuts. Uh, they just dominated the field. Lee Fang Yu. You. Easier you than you. me. You. Yes, you. you. Yeah, that's you. Um, she won two individuals, and she was on the ran. Uh, she swam a leg of a, two more state uh, champions in the relay, she won last year as a freshman, uh, two uh, individuals. So she just signed a, quite a course. Uh, she's a you know, phenomenal swimmer, a good kid. I interviewed her afterwards. Now on the boys' side, you know, they, I think they had like a three-hour wait, and they cleaned and everything. And, of course, I didn't help. I was sitting over there in the corner eating a double cheeseburger. Yes, sir. And, um, and 
uh, the boys come back, and they was nip and tuck. And about halfway through, I think uh, Little Rock Central was ahead. And then, man, Bentonville, I can't remember what, maybe the breaststroke where they went boom, 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 finished one, two, and three. Uh, Liz put her best swimmers up there. They swept that division, uh, got like 35, 45 points. And then uh, Little Rock Central, that long uh, ending race right there, Little Rock Central nipped them, but Bentonville still had enough to beat them by about five, six, seven points. Quite a long day, but it's always great to see these kids out there getting an opportunity in whatever sport they choose. Absolutely. So uh, I enjoyed it. Absolutely. You know, we've talked about this, Ricky, a lot on this on this podcast, on our, on our radio show we had that. And, Paul, I know we've, you and I have talked about this a lot, that it's the sports like wrestling. Well, you mentioned a kid, Paul, who weighed 90 pounds and, and gained enough weight to get up to 105. He's going for three state championships. You got the same thing going on. You know, these kids that are, that are too small to, to, you know, to be a football player and, and can't jump high enough to be a basketball yep. player. But wrestling is a sport where if you're willing it, – it, this, this is life, Rick. This, this is life. How hard are you willing to work? Yep. How hard are you willing to work? Because if you weigh 106 pounds and you are willing – to put in that work because let me tell you something. There's a lot of people who talk about it, but then but when it comes time to be a beast, they want to talk about being a beast until it comes time to do beast things, and then they then they then they can't get over the hump. They're they a can't lamb. do it. They're a lamb. But these kids that are 105, 110, 115 that are putting in the sweat, the blood, the bruises, the, the what whatever it takes to be a champion. That's what makes sports like wrestling powerlifting, things like that, that, uh, that allow these, these athletes to be successful in their weight class that I really get a lot of satisfaction and out of. Even in swimming, you know, uh, the coach can go to say, we know you're not the best. You're probably not going to win. But, man, if you could get four plus. Give me some points. Play, give me some points. Just give me some points. Yeah, and be at your best hey. today. Yep. Yeah, go ahead, Paul. Hey, guys, let's uh, right along, man. I, 100% I agree with what you're saying, but I was going to bring up the, the story we had in today's paper on yes. young uh, Abby Fimbris yes. from, uh, from Fayetteville. Yeah. What a story. Uh, what a great story. Daniel McFadden. Yes, yes. Daniel McFadden, one of our correspondents who covered wrestling for us this year because Paul got, Paul got bumped up to the big leagues covering college sports now. But Daniel did a really good job on this feature. Yes. But, Paul, take it away. Tell us about Abby Fimbris because that was no, a, a hell of a story. Just just the fact that perseverance, you know, this is her fourth year to wrestle for the Fayetteville wrestling team. But, uh, you know, this is only the second year that we have a girls state wrestling tournament. Right. So the first two years, she was competing against boys. Yes. So And whipping them, Paul, whipping them, whipping a lot of them. And, uh, yeah, and, and doing okay. That's yep. right. Holding her own. For yes. Sure. More than holding her own. Yep. So, and even today, you know, now her, there are more female wrestlers on the Fayetteville team now, but, uh, you know, in addition to competing against the boys, she's practicing against those guys yep. every day. Yep. So, yep. you talk about perseverance. Now, Paul, uh, that, that remind her story, and, it was, and Daniel McFadden did a great job of writing that story, does a good, does a good story and, and everything. Um, I was reading um, a Facebook post uh, of a young lady named Kristen Fowler, who was uh, associated with the LPGA tournament in Rogers as a few years, working for Octagon, and her father was at one time the athletic director at North Carolina State. 
okay? And so she grew up around sports. Her dad was an AD involved in sports, and so she was a really good high school. May have played college. I don't know, but anyway, she's a good high school player. So she had this picture on Facebook of her little girl, which is like her little mini-me. She looks just like her. She's like five or six years old. So she's just now started playing basketball, little little peewee basketball. And, you know, her, her mom had some said, you know, hopefully she'll love the game as much as I did. And she had some comments on Facebook, Henry. I know you're a Facebook guy, Rick. You're really not. But there were some guys, some guy friends of Kristen's who grew up with her. And he said, one of them said, don't let the little boys in the neighborhood take it easy on her like we mm-hmm. didn't take it easy on you. And he, he said, you were the best player in the neighborhood, bar none, boys or girls. But but as the, the boys didn't, and she said, well, I'm thankful that the boys didn't take it easy on me. They mm-hmm. knocked me down on that concrete. Yep. I got back up, and it made me tough. And my knees bled, my elbows bled, and, and you know, whatever. But it made me tough. And I'm hoping the same thing for the little boys in this neighborhood. I don't want them, because she's a girl, to, sh- to show her anything different than what they would anybody else. If she's going up for a layup, knock her down. Whatever it is, you play, play it out. And that's, I think, when I, I saw that Facebook post and then when I read Daniel's story day, that reminded me a lot of, of, of Abigail because I think Abigail was that girl who she didn't want, she didn't want any, any kindness shown to her. She wants to be, you know, she wanted to mix it up just like anybody else. No, no question, man, no question. And, you know, you talk about toughness. Yes. Uh, that. You know, uh, she's she's willing to do whatever. Well, Paul, you she's didn't like, see hey. you didn't see the pictures. Probably they're, they're, uh, Charlie Cajo, our photographer, shot some really good art of Abby at the uh, 6A uh, West Conference wrestling meet. But in one of the pictures, it shows the insides of her arms, and it is just bruised on both sides. Nothing but bruises from the top, you know, from the top of her arm down to her hand on both sides. And and that, all you've got to do is see those pictures and go. You know what? That is, that is one tough person right there. That is, that is a tough person. I told this story before, well, and I tell it again. Uh, one of the toughest players, male or female, uh, happened down at Ozark. Uh, it was this time of year, having regional tournaments, some kind of tournament, and a kind of a fight broke out at Ozark between Ozark and I don't know who. And I stood up, and, I, and it got a little hectic, and so I ran behind the toughest player I ever seen, on the court, and there is Sarah Pfeiffer. Yeah, you, and you know she grew up uh, uh, getting some elbows oh thrown yeah. her way. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so I, you know, there's nothing wrong. Hey, you can be, you know, ladylike off the court, but man, when you get on the court, uh, wrestling on the mat, whatever. I mean, you just go all out. You, know, you could tell an Abigail Fembris is an all out. She, mm-hmm. She's a, she's an all out uh, wrestler, and then that's fantastic. So that's what's happening on the wrestling mat. State tournament going on right now. The swim meet, that was uh, last weekend. So we're going to go over, jump over to basketball, where the 6A West Conference teams got their tournament started on Tuesday night. And I had a chance to go over, uh, Henry, over to Rogers Heritage last night. Rogers Heritage girls, they won, they beat Springdale. So Rogers Heritage girls punched their ticket to the state tournament. The boys' game was a really good game. Springdale against Heritage went down to the wire. Springdale pulling out a 59-55 win. First time I'd had an opportunity to see Springdale High play this year and was very impressed yes. with two of their very young players. Uh, Anthony Thomas had 23 points, uh, huge in the third and fourth quarters to help uh, Springdale come back from six points down. Also got a I, – I thought it was a surprise, 
uh, player off the bench, Tevin Tate, big kid, about 6'4", not skinny. I mean, if he's not playing for Zach Clark's football team, I, if I'm Zach, I'm definitely recruiting him to come play football for sure. Mm -hmm. Big kid. Uh, he played a little bit in the first half. Got, uh, Springdale's other guys got in foul trouble, so he went in. And uh, you can tell he's just learning the game. Um, he's a little clumsy, big kid, a little bit, maybe a little bit clumsy around the basket, and, and uh, but but just like a bull, you know, yeah. in there. He got fouled in the first half, and Paul, I don't know if he even drew iron on the two free throws. They were they were, <laughs> boy, house builders would have been proud of those bricks that were going up. Uh, so anyway, late in the game, he's in, and uh, you know, Tom Olson. This wasn't the first game he's ever coached. No. <laughs> so he's like, if we're gonna foul somebody, it's gonna be that kid. Well, let me tell you, that kid stepped up, and he had only scored. He scored six points in the game. They all came in the last three minutes and 30 seconds of the game and helped Springdale win. So, great win for Springdale to advance to the second round to take on Bentonville West uh, on tonight on Wednesday night. Hey, Chip, when I used to go down to the track at High Springs lose my money, there is something called the Budweiser long shot. You always went for a long shot. And before this tournament started, I was looking at Springdale. Like you said, they got some – and I covered that game when uh, – they had 19-point lead on Fayetteville, and Fayetteville come back and won that game only because Springdale didn't make his free throws. And they got some athletes on they that do. team, they especially do. young. So now, Jeremy Price and the boys yes. don't overlook yeah. these do kids. Do not overlook them. Now, now, Rick, our boy Dominique Hurton, not Dominique, like Dominique Wilkins, but Dominique, and they call Dom, him Dom, Dominique yep. Hurton. Yep. Uh, he had 18 points last night, had a big step back three where he lowers his head like he's going to drive and then step back and pull up and hit the three-pointer um, that was big that helped uh, get Springdale within one. And then, and then the one kid I just mentioned, uh, Tevin Tate, big big there at the end, and yep. uh, Springdale won. And you're right, Rick, they, they got some good young players. And Todd's very impressed with Anthony Thomas. He uh, Paul, you would have loved his game last night. He was – uh, you know, playing around the free throw line, and he was hitting that mid-range free throw jumper high up, got to the top of the of his jump, nice soft little shot, and just draining them. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Hey, take you know, take what the if the guy's going to give you that little shot, turn around there and stick it in his face, man. They're like, okay, we're going to give you a shot. Well, man, take it. That's where and I think Paul he did. Basketball, I think, is really missing that uh, yes. because kids either want to hit the three-pointer or they want to take. They feel like they got to take it all the way to the hole and try to get a layup. Which don't get me wrong, <laughs> layups are beautiful. Okay, they, they are great. That's but what NBA is exactly. But it doesn't have to be a layup. You you don't have to drive it in for layup every time. If you can drive it hard and pull up and hit that mid-range jumper, that nobody's going to guard that. Yes. I like those rainbow shots and even yes. those uh, the teardrop. Yeah, a little finger roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah a little finger that. roll. Oh, you know I love me some Dominique Wilkins and uh, and Paul will tell you one of my favorite players of all time, George the Iceman Gervin, the oh, best I finger roll in the history yeah. of the oh, NBA. Oh, that is so pretty. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely smooth. So, uh, smooth. so Henry, we've got we had four games in the book last night. We right. got two games played over at Heritage back to back just by. Coincidence, it just happened to be Springdale and Heritage. It's, that's the only way it's going to happen in the conference tournament by freak coincidence. It was Springdale girls, Heritage girls, Springdale boys, Heritage boys. Now, that's not going to happen again maybe uh, the rest of the way, so you're going to have kind of games played all over the place. Tonight, Rick is going over. He's got his notepad in his hand and his score sheet ready. and got his pencil sharpened. He's going over to Springdale Harbor to cover Bentonville West, which beat Fort Smith Southside. Boys, we need to have a moment of silence for Southside. 
thank goodness that season's, you know, in the books and they can or move they forward. End up two and something. Two uh, and 18. Two and 18. And uh, they ended the regular season with a 40-game losing streak in conference play. But I can tell you, and Paul, you will agree to this, it wasn't very long ago Rogers Heritage was this same situation. Exactly. They were exactly. the same exact situation. Absolutely. And they, you look and at Heritage. They have taken yes. some steps in, yes. in the past couple of years yes. to, to get, yes. get so going the other direction. Yes. So it's sure. there for Southside. Look, uh, well, you, you know what they're going to tell you. We're, there's no place to go but up. But you can right. get there. You can get there. It's just going to take – Patience and Paul, they need to get the former Rogers AD, I can't think of his name right now, to come in and schedule their games for them. Like he did for Heritage. <laughs> Mark Holderbaum. Mark Holderbaum. Mark Holderbaum. Come, come in and schedule their games. Well, I, listen, I know we're like, get them some wins because, Paul, you know this, Henry. It's confidence, it's everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you need hey, to get some confidence. There, Hey, there is a way that you schedule yes. depending on what kind of team you have. Yes. And I don't care what sport we're talking about. We can talk about basketball, football, baseball, whatever. But if you got a really, really good team, I'm going to schedule a lot different than if I have a team who right. I think is going to struggle. Right. So well, you're saying they need like go, you said. They need to go across the river and play Moffitt well, about five times. I, I, all I'm saying is, if listen, if I'm if I am the coach at Southside, we are not going to play Northside for several years. I don't have to play them; they're not in my conference. Nope. I don't have to play nope. them. It right now, it does get me them, no good to play wins. them. Yeah. Right, does no good to play them. I'm not playing Greenwood. I'm not playing anybody like that. Let's let's. I'm not saying schedule cupcakes. I'm just saying let's schedule games against teams we can be competitive win with. Let's win. Yes, let's win these win some of these games and let's they won two games this year, which Paul that's two more than they won last year. So they that's won right. two games this year. Let's 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 keep trying to take those steps up. Let's let's really focus on our scheduling and uh and you know, let's get these girls some confidence because the only way it's going to get better is to win games and get some confidence moving forward and it's there for them. We're talking. Listen, Southside was a blue blood oh my girls goodness. basketball Winnie program. Shelton's, yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. That whole bunch. Exactly. So they've got work to do, obviously. But it starts with two wins this year. You know, maybe next year, Henry, they get a win or two in conference play. You know, maybe that happens for them. And let's let's just move on up from there. I mean, this is this is a Southside team. I believe Henry that scored six points in one game this year, something like that. Scored under ten. Maybe maybe once or twice. I know at least one time where they were completely shut out in the entire second half. Second half didn't game. score a point. Oh, didn't gosh. score a point. Didn't score a point. So uh, you know it's uh, it, it's just going to take some time and and uh, it's really going to take a lot of patience. Um, but but you know we all want Southside to to, to be yes. better because the conference is better when when all the teams are good and it makes all the games good and so we want to see that happen. So anyway, that's going on today. Uh, quarterfinal games are being played today. Rogers boys are at Harbor. Uh, Springdale boys are at Bentonville West. The Her- uh, Heritage and Rogers having a rematch in girls today um, over at Rogers at the beautiful new arena over there. Wow. Um, and then Rick's going to be at over at Harbor for Bentonville West girls at Harbor. So that's your four games today, Wednesday, in the 6A West Conference Tournament. Then we continue on to Thursday when we're going to have semifinals. Bentonville and boys and girls both hosting semifinals. Fayetteville boys, Fayetteville girls both hosting semifinals. 
And then the championship games will be played on Friday at the higher seeds on the girls' and the boys' side. And that will wrap up the conference tournament. The teams that won on Tuesday night all punched their tickets to go to the state tournament next week in Fayetteville. Henry, which will start on Tuesday. Correct. Little change in scheduling because of COVID-19 protocol. There will be only four games each day played rather than six. There will be three hours in between each game to give the officials over at Fayetteville time to clean the gym, uh, get that sanitized, and get ready for the next game. So the games will be a girls' game at 10, a boys' game at 1, a girls' game at 4, and a boys' game at 7. That's on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Friday, and then Saturday is your semifinal games. That's correct. Um, And, of course, the winners will advance uh, to the state championship games in Hot Springs, the following weekend, except for teams in class, what, 2A and 3A, maybe whatever, Rick, that, I mean, sorry, Henry, that actually play, finish up their regionals on Monday, right? I, actually, or state, I'm sorry, yeah. state, state semis on Monday, is that right? I think I went back and looked it up. Uh, 6A and 4A, their semifinal games will be Saturday. Okay. But for 5A, 3A, 2A, and 1A, their state tournament will start Monday and will end the following Monday. Monday with uh, Because there's more teams. And yeah. uh, so they'll finish up on Monday, and then they'll play their state championships later that same week. Yeah. And talking about the, the three-hour period, you know, we're having it right now with the smaller schools that are, are playing their regional tournaments. They started today. They did, uh, We yes. had 10 o'clock. Yeah. Basketball and breakfast. There you go. There you go. Hey, I can't <laughs> think of anything better. Now give me a, uh, let's see, sausage, egg, and cheese, double with uh, uh, fries and uh, some basketball, and I'm good the whole day. There you go. Maybe it's till lunchtime. If, 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 Rick, if that plate went by the gravy bowl, you might throw a little gravy on there maybe. Man, I like me some good old country gravy. There you go. Sure. Or there even chocolate go. gravy. Now, oh, there you oh, go. oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, that's, now, that's a delicacy right there. That's, yeah. uh, <laughs> I gained two pounds just having Henry say that. So, uh it's, it's tough to drive the, by the Krispy Kreme place in Bentonville and not want to swing in there when that red light's on, too, let me tell you. <laughs> yep, I understand. I, I don't know if they have Krispy Kreme donuts in heaven, but if they don't, I don't want to go. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Uh, so, anyway, got that going on. And then, of course, Henry, boy, the, the onslaught of spring sports has begun. And, uh, Paul, I had a chance to go over and uh, take a little self-guided tour of the uh, heritage softball and baseball, Rogers has the same identical thing. Boy, Paul, my goodness, what what a pair of uh, what what facilities? Not not a pair. It's two pair. Rick, two pair beat three of a kind or something like that. Uh, always, always. Yeah, two yep. pair, two pair of facilities. The one at Rogers and the ones at Heritage. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, it, it's almost it's almost leaves you speechless. I mean, there's, there's that's that's fantastic. I say, I, it's it's hard to put into words, yeah. honestly. Uh, for high school facilities that that they have, the, those those baseball and and softball facilities are as good as they're well, they're better. They're better than some college facilities. Yeah, no question. You, you know that. No question. No question. And uh, so, if you if you get a chance out, uh, this spring to get out there, uh, Paul had a really nice story detailing those new facilities in the Monday Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Uh, with some photos, if you get a chance to get out, if you want to see, um, you know, what can happen for your kids, if you're, if the, if, uh, if the district can, you know, can swing it and, uh, Rogers did it without a millage increase, without a vote, they were able to do it. And, uh, they are incredible facilities. Incredible. No, and Rogers did it right. 
when they split the school, they started building up both schools. They didn't favor one school over the other. One got a foot, uh, uh, they uh, renovated Heritage and, and Rogers got a new stadium and they just kept on from there. And uh, so spring sports started this week, got baseball, softball going on, soccer has started. Uh, Henry going to have a little track coming up here in just a, about a week or so. We'll have full track meets going on. So spring sports are here. The calendar, the uh, clock moves back next weekend for daylight savings time or whatever it is. We get I'll, I'll know as we get we, we spring forward. We, we get spring an extra, lose spring an hour forward. of sleep. That's lose right. an hour of sleep. We get an extra hour of daylight, which I love. It's going to be 60s this weekend. Grab your lawn chair. Get out there and watch these kids playing, doing whatever they're doing, and give them some support. Uh, boy, these, especially in these spring sports, they can use it after having their seasons yanked from them last year for COVID-19. Get out there and give them some support. doesn't matter if you have a kid playing or a grandkid or whatever. Yeah. Just go out there and watch the ball and cheer these kids on because they deserve it. You know what? And still mask up. We're, we're not there yet. Just not follow yet. the rules. Mask up whenever you can. Absolutely. So that's it for this week's show. We'll be back next week, and we'll have more state tournament to, to talk about. We will also recap the state wrestling that's this weekend, and who knows what else. We might. Rick might bring his guitar and play and uh, play, play, pick a tune and sing for us. Well, you never know. You could get anything with this show. <laughs> I can't sing. I love the music. Prep I can't sing. Talk. Fantastic. So we'll catch you next time on Prep Rally, the podcast. The Prep Rally podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.